At Cool Air Products, we developed AC Smart Seal Quick Shot with professionals in mind. It's the only product on the market that's three in one with sealant, lubricant, and UV dye all in a single application. It's non-toxic, non-flammable, 100% safe to the touch, eco-friendly, and compatible with all refrigerants. It's a safe solution option, backed by years of R&D, Intertech tested, and has sealed millions of leaks. AC Smart Seal, the professional's choice. Welcome to the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. Recorded from a basement somewhere in Toronto, Canada. Your host and HVAC tech, Gary McCready, will take you on a deep dive into the industry discussing all things HVAC. From storytelling to technical discussion. Enjoy the show. What's up, guys? I'm recording this micro podcast for a couple of reasons. One, I'm trying out this new podcasting platform called Zencaster. Now, when I did my podcast a few weeks back with Brian Orr from HVAC School, he sent me a link from Zencaster, and that's how we recorded it. And I really enjoyed the audio that it put out. So I'm going to try this out. And I think that it's probably going to be what I'm going to use going forward because it looks like a, a very good platform. I've been testing and using it all day, just here and there, trying different things. The other reason I'm putting this podcast out is because I wanted to go over a call quickly I did the other day. Now, the call is not completely finished, but it's just something for you guys to look out for when you're doing service calls on refrigeration equipment, especially refrigeration, like low temp stuff that can accumulate frost or ice on the coil. This was a Darwin environmental chamber and it can heat or it can cool. These Darwin chambers, they can heat or cool depending on what the application is and what what the customer is putting inside the chamber. Now, this one here was uh, down, it was it was around minus 7.9 degrees Celsius, but the set point was minus 23. So they're having problems pulling down the chamber. So I took some of it apart and, and, and I hadn't worked on the chamber trying to figure out this type of call before or this type of problem before. I worked on a chamber adjacent to it in the past that had a bit of a different problem, but this is a couple of years ago, so I don't really remember the ins and outs of it. So I had to relearn this thing. It it had a, a lot of ice buildup, okay, on the suction line and and on the piping that I could see. And my thought was the evaporator was frozen up. So I ran the thing in a couple of manual defrosts, got all that ice cleared, removed the cover off the top to make sure all the ice was cleared. And when I did that, I revealed it had a defrost heater, electric heater, and it used hot gas defrost as well. So it was using two different types of defrost and it had a, a digital time clock for defrost and it had a digital uh, electronic temperature control for de defrost termination. And there was two defrost cutouts on it. One that was around 13 degrees Celsius and the other one was around 28 degrees Celsius. Those two cutouts were for uh, the heater and for the hot gas bypass defrost. Now the sensor for that was acting up really, really erratically. It was going all over the place. And then eventually it just opened up and we were getting a, an alarm on the Dwyer electronic temperature control. So obviously there was a problem with it, but once we defrosted that coil and we ran the, the machine in refrigeration or the refrigeration cycle, 
it actually brought that box down or that chamber down. And when we left, it was about minus 20.5. So it was dropping. Okay, that last couple of degrees takes a while to get there, but it was dropping and it was because the coil was fully iced over. There was no airflow, there was no heat exchange. So when you guys are doing calls on refrigeration equipment and the coils frosted over, you're not going to get the heat exchange required to drop the box down to what you want it to be. So just a quick micro podcast so I could test out Zencaster and give you guys that information. Also, I'm going to leave a link to the video I made uh, up until this point on YouTube so you can see the process that I went through to figure out what was wrong and the steps I took to kind of learn the Darwin chamber, the box itself, because it was new to me. And obviously when you go up to new equipment, you got to take your time and go through it and learn it. Anyway, guys, that's it. One other thing I'm going to bring up. If you haven't already, please download the blue on app guys. The app has all kinds of tools and, and tips, and it's got 20,000 plus units for conversion instructions and unit manuals on there. And TDX 20 obviously is their R22 replacement refrigerant. And they wanted me to let you guys know that anything AC, anything at all, not even their refrigerant, just anything AC, they're providing 24 seven tech support to those that are accredited on the app. And there's a way to call through the app to, to blue on to get tech support on anything AC, not just on TDX 20 R four, five, eight, a refrigerant, anything under the sun. Anyway, guys, that's it for me. I'm out. Happy HVACing. Hope you enjoyed the show. Follow HVAC Know It All on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, LinkedIn, and anywhere else Gary feels like popping up. This has been a Two Smokes and a Coffee production.